Welcome to Wildly Aligned Marketing. I want you to be seen and heard by the people who need your message and services most, but I know that seems easier said than done because there's a lot of noise online. I'm your host, Natalie Blenkush. I built my business back in the beginning of 2018 and very quickly learned through trial and error that being yourself isn't a cheesy cliche, but actually the key to building a strong, profitable online brand. I'm on a mission to help you own your voice and consistently find and attract the right clients online so you can grow a wildly successful business doing what you love. All right, friend, grab your coffee and notebook and let's dive into today's episode. Hey guys, I want to talk to you today about the simplest path to finding clients online because I fully know and understand that marketing and sales as a whole can feel like there's a lot of moving pieces, like it's very involved, you know, it's a very involved process. And, you know, you're probably in a place right now where it's like you are pouring 20 plus hours into your business, like you're, you're not afraid to show up and do the work you are showing up on all the platforms, feeling like you're glued to your laptop, burning the candle at both ends, like, you are doing the work and doing the things, but it doesn't feel simple. And it feels like, man, this is not what I signed up for. (laughs) And, you know, looking at your business bank account, it's kind of disheartening because you're like, man, I thought I was called to do this. And, you know, I know I'm capable of success, but now I'm kind of starting to question, like, is it, is it me? Like, I feel like I'm doing all the right things, but is it me? Am I the problem? Okay. I know that because I have been there many times myself. I, you know, I really believe that as an entrepreneur, one lesson that we all need to learn is learning to build this thick skin, right? Where we don't take things quite so personally. Took me a while to learn. (laughs) And, And I'm hoping that as I shed some light on this, that you learn it a whole lot faster than I did. Um, but also really focusing on, you know, the, the other side, the simpler side, right? Because I did like, I was, I was stuck in this pattern for years in my business where I was working really hard with little to no, you know, results to show for it financially. Um, and in fact, I've told you guys this before, but my first, very first year of business, it took me 10 months to sign my first paying client. And I was like showing up and doing things, but I was focusing on all the wrong things, right? Um, And I also did an episode, it's episode 80, if you listen, last year um, in 2022, I created that episode about how I kept things super simple as I was jumping back into my business and made 5K in a matter of weeks, right, of reopening my business and jumping back in. And went on to have a major growth year, right? And I'm on track now to make even more than that. But, you know, the reason why I share that is because it's like, okay, I I did it all the wrong ways. I was really getting lost in the shuffle of like, what actually matters? What do I need to be focusing on? Um, and, and why does this feel so hard? Why does this feel so complicated, right? And so the first thing that I need you to understand today is that if you believe finding clients online is hard, it will be hard. Okay, you have the power to decide right now, in this very moment, that things will be different from now on. And here is what I really want you to embrace. It gets to be simple. 
Okay, I named this podcast episode The Simplest Path to Clients because it gets to be simple. But you really have to embrace it gets to be simple. Like it is possible for this to be simple because if you believe it's going to be complicated, you're going to make it complicated. Like you're just going to, you know, follow the the processes that involve like complicated techie funnels and this thing and that thing and all the bells and whistles, which don't get me wrong, those strategies work, they have a time and place, but when you're just getting started, when you're newer to business or you're like, I literally just want the fastest shortcut path to find clients as a coach, as a service provider, you don't need to do all that, okay? So like I said, embracing it gets to be simple. That means marketing gets to be simple. Signing clients gets to be simple. Your messaging, sales, all of that gets to be simple. And the only reason why consistently attracting and booking the right clients feels hard right now is because you're making it more complicated than it needs to be. Like I said, there's so many strategies out there, but not all strategies are right for you, right for your stage of business, right for your type of business, okay? Um, and, And don't get me wrong here either because I'm not saying that business is easy because it's not. It requires a lot of heart and soul and dedication from you, but it can absolutely be simple, okay? So there are three things that you need to quickly sign clients and get booked out in your business, even if you're new, right? There's three things that are really core, and so I want to share those with you so that you can see, oh, I don't need a bunch of tech stuff right now. I don't even need a website right now. I don't need thousands of followers. I don't need perfect graphics or to go spend a bunch of money on a logo or spending hours creating graphics in Canva. Like, again, <laughs> take it from Natalie who focused on all the wrong things initially in business, which is why it took me 10 months to sign my first client. And it's not like when I did that, then I started having clients consistently they were still very um, far and few in between, right? Like I was really just like bogged down by trying to soak up all the business stuff like a sponge and then getting lost in what do I actually need? What's going to move the needle forward? Um, How am I going to actually like quickly, simply connect with clients? And that's what I'm going to share with you today. All right, so number one, this is what you need. You need an aligned niche. Okay, your niche, your focus, your business focus is simply the person you help, the big problem you solve, and your unique approach or positioning or methodology, right? Whatever you do. Um, There's a lot of people out there who, it's very interesting for me to see how other people in the business space talk about niches, but when you look at the core components of like, what makes up a niche and how people say like you don't have to have a niche or I don't know they just they make it all wonky and complicated and I'm like okay is it (laughs) who who really cares at the end of the day like um you know like people put different spins on it but I'm over here like everyone has a niche you have a business focus it just looks different for everyone else right like how you define your audience, the people that you're trying to reach, you could be reaching a broader audience. And it's like, you know, say you're a health coach, and you're working with women of various ages, 
versus someone else is going to be very specifically serving, like another health coach could be serving women who are postpartum and so they've just had a baby and dealing with that, right? Like that's just one example of one factor of your niche. And so that is step number one is you need to have an aligned niche. In other words, you need to feel in alignment. You need to feel good with the focus, the direction of your business. And so you know, not showing up or directing your business, positioning your business in a way where you're like, this will make me money. This is how I should do it. Of course, you're, you're in business to make money, but you have a very clear vision for your business, right? Like there is a type of client that you really feel drawn to serving. Um, you're passionate about helping those type of people. And there are ways that you can make sure that you're showing up in a way that um, positions what you do as being profitable. And we'll get to that in the next step here, right? But as far as step number one and finding your aligned niche, it's honoring like, what's the vision? What do I feel called to do? How do I feel called to do it, right? And so just breaking these down really quick for you, your ideal client, who's the person that you're called to serve? Don't overthink it right? Is it women? Is it men and women? Is it moms? Is it entrepreneurs? Like, go with your gut. The big problem that you solve, don't overthink this either, uh, is it that you, um, you know, help women lose weight? Is it that you help people restore their marriage or uh, find their life partner or whatever it is, right? Like, don't overthink the problem that you solve, Uh, Think about the big picture. Like, what is the big ultimate goal that people ideally want to get, Um, you know, as it relates to what you do? That's the big problem that you solve. And then your unique method or positioning, right? This can be like, do you have a specific approach? So with the health coach example, if you don't, like, don't preach diets, you're like, I am an anti-diet coach then maybe that's your thing, right? Or maybe you're all about keto or all about like strength training for women or gut health, right? Hormonal balance. Um, Maybe you're a coach for like, you work specifically with um, women who have thyroid issues. Like there's so many different areas where it's like the fact that you specialize in that unique method, that unique approach, that makes you different from someone else who does something similar, similar ish to you. Um, So again, your niche is your person plus plus the problem that you solve, plus the unique way in which you do that doesn't have to be complicated. So the reason why this is so important to define your niche and make sure that you are truly aligned with it, like it's again, it's true to your vision and what you're passionate about is because this is a way of staying in your lane. And like I said, staying true to your vision. So as you move forward in your business, as you are seeking out clients, right? Like you want to serve people and make a living doing what you love. You want to make a living doing what you love in the arena, you know, like the arena that you are skilled at, that you're gifted at serving people in that area. And it's, it's, far too easy to get distracted by shiny objects, to get distracted by, um, again, what you think would be profitable. And the people who 
talk about like looking at what the market wants and letting that determine your offer, I think there needs to be a balance of how do I want to serve people? What do I want to do? And also what is my audience saying that they want or what is what is the thing that really entices them about that or maybe that they think they need, right? And finding that middle ground. I think it's dangerous territory when you are leading with what would make me money? Um, what does, you know, what does the market want? Like that, that saying just, <laughs> I feel like even just that saying alone makes me cringe because it's like, well, there's lots of people who want lots of different things, but what do you want to offer? What do you have to offer? What are you good at? Again, what's the vision? So at the end of the day, this is what allows you like having this clearly defined a niche that is aligned with you and your vision for your business. This is what allows you to strongly attract the people that you're called to serve and repel everyone else. And that's the goal, right? If you want to have this quick path to signing clients online, you have to realize you're not for everyone. And um, yes, you always have flexibility within your business to work with whoever you want to. Absolutely. You always have that freedom. I think there's a natural narrowing down that happens too with business owners. And I think this is worth addressing briefly as well, because, you know, sometimes there's a layer of like, you don't know what you don't know when you're just starting out in business, or maybe you've shifted, you're going in a new direction. um, And you haven't served clients in this capacity before, or just, again, like maybe you've worked in this arena, in uh, in this arena in a prior job, but um, this is new for you to do it on your own and stepping out on your own, right? And so, like, there's a point, like I said, of you don't know what you don't know. So sometimes it's like, you know, I'll give you an example of marketing, right? Say you are in marketing or... Um, you know, whatever it is, and you're like, I don't know what area I want to specialize in exactly. And so for now, this is who I want to work with, I think. And I know this is how I can help people. And this is the big problem that I solve and going with that, knowing that with time, you will probably just naturally gravitate towards certain areas of that bigger umbrella. I know that's happened with me, right? Like with marketing. Um, I mean, I initially started as a graphic designer, I was doing brand design and a little bit of web design, quickly ditched that. <laughs> um, but that's where I started. And then I transitioned into kind of like almost business coaching and then narrowed it down to marketing, right? And now I'm, I'm leaning more into um, the messaging, absolutely. But it's just, it's interesting to see through the years um, in my own business journey how I have personally evolved and how my my service focus has evolved because again there's just a natural part of you don't know what you don't know and so as you work with people you refine your skills you gain new interests new things light you up because you're growing and evolving and that just shifts your niche so all that being said, it's not to, not something to stress out about, but you do need to feel aligned with your niche. You need to know for yourself, what's the focus of my business? Um, who's the person that I help? What is the big problem that I solve? And what is 
my approach? What is the method? Like what's the, you know, the style that I have of working with clients? So that was number one. Step number two is you need clear messaging. So first of all, what is messaging exactly? If you're not familiar with this term or you feel like you hear a lot and you, you don't entirely understand what it means, messaging is just, it's the words that you use. It's the way that you communicate, right? And so you've got the clear business focus, you've got the niche, and you know like, okay, this is who I want to reach. This is what I offer. This is why it's important. Like, you know these things, but then it's a matter of how do I talk about it? Like, how do I share that with people in a way that makes sense, in a way that resonates with the right people, that articulates the value, and all of that good stuff, right? So your messaging will show up in all of the different marketing materials and things that you put out there on social media and in your content how you name your podcast, how you name your YouTube channel, how you title your episodes, right? All that stuff, messaging shows up in all those areas. It's really, it's like the core foundation of the communication, um, how you position yourself, how you showcase the value of what you do and what you have to offer. Um, It's really huge, right? It's very foundational. And that's why it's step number two in the three things that you need to create this simple path to finding clients online, right? And so my rule of thumb when it comes to messaging is that clear is kind, okay? So what I see a lot of women doing is trying to be super clever when they explain what they do and I'm over here like just be straightforward, (laughs) be straightforward, like say it in a way that's authentic to you but you don't have to get super like flowery or fancy or creative and I get it that we're creative people right like a lot of entrepreneurs when we start our business it's like our business is our creative outlet and then we kind of have this transition of okay this business thing has gone from a creative outlet to I'm treating it like a real business right um but you know there's There's a time and place to be creative and it's, it's a very fine line with messaging, right? Um, so let me give you a, for example, right? Like when you are explaining what you do, the kindest thing that you can do, and also the best thing that you can do from a profitability standpoint is to get crystal clear on like, what is the problem that you solve? right? Um, Why does that matter to your people? What does that allow them to do? Like when you explain what you do from that lens and you are thinking about that consciously and you're like, okay, I offer this service. Why is that important to them? Um, Who, who are these people, right? Like, you know, these pieces and that changes how you talk about it. Um, You could have you know, the same offer or the same program or service or whatever and talk about it from very different angles depending on who you're talking to and what's important to them. Um, So just thinking of an example here, like in the online business space, 
there is, you know, there's a whole group of entrepreneurs out there, a lot of you listening who are moms, right? And so there's a lot of people, myself included, who show up from this place of like, hey, I want to help you grow your business, sign more clients um, in less than 20 hours a week so that you don't have to sacrifice time with your family or, you know, like they have messaging like that where that is going to draw in women or people who are very family oriented. They're in that stage of life. That is a strong value of theirs that they're like, I, um, I, I don't want my business to take over my life, right? Or whatever that looks like. That's very different than the business coaches, the, the mentors out there who are showing up and speaking to people who are, um, you know, looking to really scale their business as quick as possible and grow their team bigger and um, make a worldwide impact or maybe speaking more and um, growing to seven figures or whatever. Like, again, that that speaks to a totally different stage of business owner um, and also a different type of business owner, right, who has different values. And neither is wrong or right. And those are two completely random examples that are just coming to mind. But the point is that, again, I want you to understand the way that you talk about things matters. And the parenting parallel that just popped up in my head is, you know, I tell our daughter all the time that the way she talks to us matters. So she can say something, but if she's coming across as, um, you know, a little bit sassy and she's got an attitude, it's going to be a no, right? Like she could be technically saying nice words, but the fact that she said it with a tone, then it's like, absolutely not. Nope. Try again later. <laughs> Versus if she actually says those same words, but in a way that's nicer and, you know, doesn't sound so impatient or whatever. And so it's, it's again, thinking about like your messaging is it's the tone, it's the way that you talk um, and all of that stuff. So with messaging, I talked about like the main problem and that is like the anchor of your messaging and your marketing and everything that you do <laughs> in an effort to find clients online, right? Um, you need to focus on the main problem that you solve and talk about it again and again and again and let that be the anchor that you keep circling around and coming back to, right? Because that it makes you easy to refer out for one, right? Like if you're known as, oh, like if you're launching a course or um, setting up an evergreen funnel or looking to start a podcast or whatever, like even as I say those examples, I can think of specific people that when I think podcasting, when I think um, funnels or whatever, they come to mind. And so that's that's your goal is like having a very clear thing that you are known for. And, you know, I talk about it as an anchor because it truly is like there's there's a lot of different ideas that I'm sure you have of things that you're passionate about, different content ideas, like different facets of what you do or, um, you know, tips and tricks and all that stuff. But when you remember that, okay, I need to anchor it in, like I need to come, keep coming back to this is the main thing. Keep the main thing the main thing. <laughs> Make sure that it all aligns. So if you're all about 
um, you know, helping women get fit and have more energy to play with their, their kids. Or if you're all about helping entrepreneurs scale to whatever, 5K months, 10K months, whatever, like keep talking about that. Make, make sure that you keep um, connecting the dots for them and don't assume that they remember. That's another thing too that I think it's really easy to feel like you talk about it all the time. And so you're like, oh, well, they know. They don't know. <laughs> They don't know or they need that reminder and they need to keep hearing it. And you might have heard about like the different touch points, right? There's, I hear different numbers all the time. People need a lot of touch points. They need a lot of reminders before they get to the point where they are interested in reaching out and interested in jumping into your service or your program or whatever it is. And so they need that repetition, number one, but also never assume that they know what you do. Like you will always have that happen where you're showing up it might seem really obvious in your social media profile or you feel like you're talking about your offer all the time. Literally, whatever it is, you're going to feel like you talk about it all the time, but there's always people who are going to be like, oh, I didn't know you do that. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, I didn't know you had that offer, right? Um, so that's just a bonus nugget. I didn't have that in my notes here, but like, you need to keep the main thing the main thing because of that because there's always going to be new people coming into your world um, new people stumbling across you online, people, you know, clients referring their friends to you, whatever it is, there's always going to be fresh, fre fresh faces. And so knowing that, um, that there are new people coming into your audience, also knowing that the existing people in your audience need those reminders. They need to keep hearing it again and again. And think of it this way too. Like sometimes, have you ever had this happen where it could be like a life thing and you've heard this advice before, or you've heard people talk about this concept, and you've never really like fully understood it, or you're just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I know. And then for whatever reason, someone says it in a slightly different way, or maybe it's just the timing is just right, and it, it sinks in, and it clicks, and you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. Like, all of a sudden, it hits home. And so that that is the importance of the repetition, right? And knowing what the main thing is, what your anchor is, and keeping the main thing the main thing. So all of these reasons, right, is why messaging is so important. And marketing is literally all about building awareness and the communication. This is the creating content. This is, um, you know, showing up online. Like all of that building awareness is the marketing portion and the foundation, what creates successful marketing is the messaging. It is key to seeing success in your marketing, okay? So that is step number two. And step number three, which we this leads us right into it, is you need a relationship-centered marketing and sales strategy. All right, so in an effort to find clients online and you're wanting the simplest way to just connect with people, okay, regardless of the platform that you use or the strategy that you implement, the end, at the end of the day, your job is to help people feel seen and heard and understood, right? This is where the relationship piece comes in. Because when you keep genuine relationship building at the center of your marketing and your sales process, you will sign clients in your business. Like relationships is 
at the core of any sort of marketing and sales strategy. Again, I talked about marketing as the building awareness. Sales is where that exchange comes in, where the conversation happens. And I I tie these two together because they they are so interwoven. I also know that a lot of people don't fully understand the difference between marketing and sales. And at the end of the day, um, I I don't think those nuances necessarily matter because they're they're interwoven. They're connected, right? The process that I take my clients through, um, and actually my new free guide, uh, the roadmap to consistent clients, walks you through this process that I do with my clients. Um, where you look at the whole big picture, right? So that includes your marketing. It also includes the sales. It takes you from how do you reach brand new people all the way to how do you have those conversations and lead people into your offer. And so if you haven't grabbed that yet, (laughs) I'll put the link in the show description um, so that you can grab that free guide. It's really great. Um, I poured my heart into it. And like I said, this is a process that I take every single one of my clients through. Um, It provides a lot of breakthrough and clarity in itself. So definitely check that out. Um, But like I said, it's, it's all about the relationships. Like this is the core piece here. And so it truly doesn't matter at the end of the day, which marketing strategy, which, um, you know, sales strategy you use. There's a lot of different things out there, right? As far as marketing goes, there's live videos. You can sell in the DM. You can book sales calls. You can do podcasting. You can do YouTube. Um, you can do like building referral partnerships, right? There's tons of strategies out there, but the biggest thing is that you commit to it, okay? All you have to do is commit to it. Um, If that strategy is something that you're truly choosing because you're like, I want to do this, this is a strategy that really draws me in, and I feel like, you know, I, I feel like this will work really well for me based on what I do and all that stuff, right? Again, rather than, like I talked about earlier, coming at it from the standpoint of, well, what should I do? What do the experts say I should do? What will make me the most money, right? Like, you know, it's it's looking at the intent behind it, um, knowing that there are so many strategies out there, that there are so many options. It's really critical to make sure that you're leaning in and asking yourself, how do I feel about this strategy personally? Okay, and I'll give you the example of the DM sales um, because that's something that I remember a couple years back. That was like, for for a time in business, that was all the rage, right? Everyone, remember everyone was starting to talk about in the business world um, not booking sales calls and just selling in the DMs. And is it a strategy that works? Absolutely. I DM people a lot in my business. Um, I don't sell in the DM though. Like I book calls to have conversations with people. Is it a strategy that works? Yeah, for sure. But you have to be good at sales. Like you, um, you know, often it is entrepreneurs that are successful with that strategy are the ones that have, they've gotten to know their audience. They've gotten to know how to sell their offer. And so they're able to kind of pull back and do less phone calls and just sell directly in the DMs, right? So like I said, that's just one example because there is so much to marketing and sales um, 
that that's why I recommend that if you're like, okay, but give me give me the moving pieces, like how do I build the relationship centered marketing and sales strategy? That's why I highly recommend that you grab that roadmap to consistent clients guide, because it'll walk you through the the five core steps, the five pieces in there that make up your well-rounded, smooth process that makes up your marketing and sales strategy. Um, but again, remembering that you get to choose, okay? Um, you get to choose, first of all, like we talked about at the beginning of this conversation, that it gets to be simple, right? And if you want simplicity, if that's a desire that you have, knowing that that you have to intentionally seek that out, otherwise you will unknowingly <laughs> complicate the process, you will, you know, most likely choose strategies or different, you know, um, ways of doing things that don't align with your desire for simplicity, because there are, again, more advanced strategies out there. So I'm going to recap those steps real quick, because I know we covered a lot in this episode. So again, the three things that you need to Um, find the simplest, fastest path to sign clients online is number one, having that aligned niche. So you know what the focus is in your business. You feel confident in that. It feels true to you um, and it helps you stay in your lane so that you can attract the, the right people and repel everyone else. Step number two is you need clear messaging. So remember, clear is kind. Clear is kind. And that is your goal is not to be over creative, you know, overly creative with your words, Um, express yourself creatively in other ways, right? Like aim for clear, use everyday people language. Think like, yes, you're an expert, but think like you're talking, you know, explaining this to one of your kids, what you do or explaining it to your grandma. Like, how can you I don't want to say dumb it down, because that sounds condescending. But how can you just use everyday people language? And that that is going to create so much more momentum, okay? So having that clear messaging is going to help you see success in your marketing. And then step number three is the relationship-centered marketing and sales strategy. So again, it doesn't matter what specific marketing strategy you use. Do you have a podcast? Do you use Instagram? Do you have a Facebook group? Doesn't matter. They all work. There's all the different moving pieces. But the the most important thing is that you're keeping relationships at the forefront and that you're also committing to it. Like I choose this strategy and because I'm committed, because I like this strategy, it resonates with me in in a stronger way than the other alternatives because you're committed you know you're going to see success. And then you're then you're able to stick it out and keep refining and making little tweaks instead of hopping from Facebook groups to LinkedIn to Instagram to live launching to evergreen selling to low ticket products to high ticket products, right? Like do you feel called out? Like and I spent a while in my business doing that in the early days because I was in the mindset of like, well, what's the right strategy? What's the best strategy? That's why I feel like it's so important to really emphasize the fact that all of the strategies work and shed light on here's your options, right? Here are the core foundations of a successful marketing and sales strategy so that you can find the simplest, fastest path for you. And so I talked about that guide, um, Roadmap to Consistent Clients. Again, that link is in the show description for you guys to go grab that and check it out. 
Um, it is a phenomenal guide. It's going to help you get clear on what is this path? Um, what is, you know, what are the different moving pieces of my relationship-centered marketing and sales strategy? And it'll break it down for you. Um, and it, it's going to really help you move forward. So um, that is what I have for you guys today. I also want to let you know that if you need more support around this, these things that I shared today, the um, getting clear on your business focus, aka your niche, messaging, and then building that relationship-centered marketing and sales strategy, this is literally all the stuff that I help my clients with. And so if you know that you're ready for more support and you desire to have that one-to-one, high-touch, um, high level of support, I would absolutely love to help you. You can find the link to book a clarity call with me in the show description and we will jump on the phone, talk about your business, see where you're at, see if we'd be a good fit. If you're not a good fit and someone else would be, I will point you in the right direction. Um, and if we are a good fit, we can talk about what that would look like and what type of coaching would be best for you just based off of where you're at right now. Um, so again, you can find that link in the show notes. And that is what I have for you guys today. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you took notes. There was a lot in in this conversation. Um, but yeah, remember that it gets to be simple. Um, stick it on a sticky note if you need to give yourself that reminder and embrace simplicity. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening today. If you love this podcast episode, there's two things I want to invite you to do right now. Number one, head on over to Instagram and send me a DM at natalie.blenkush. I would love to hear any questions that came up and takeaways that you had from this episode. And number two, if you haven't already, head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a rating and review. It means the world to me because I love hearing what you're learning and how the show has impacted you, but it also creates an even bigger ripple effect by helping other women discover this podcast. All right, that's it for today. I will talk to you on the next episode.